0: This is the 2X e-commerce podcast, hosted by Kunle Campbell. Hi, Kara. Thank you for coming on the 2X e-commerce podcast. I really, really appreciate you taking out some time to speak to social advertising in in Black Friday, Cyber Monday and, and Q4. Would you please like to introduce yourself?
1: Yes, hi everyone! So excited to be here today. I'm Kira Richards. I'm currently the head of customer success at Motion, which is a creative analytics app, making sure that you can use all of your data to actually figure out what to do with all of your creative that you're running in paid social. Um, and I previously worked at Meta as well as running paid social um, in house at Tonal, a at home fitness company. So excited to be here today to kind of share some of my tips and tricks as we get into the infamous. The
0: FCM season. Absolutely. And for those listening, if you have not tried motion, if you're, you're, you, you have an, an internal team or you're an agency and you've not used motion to streamline your, your creative and um, just management of social ads, you have to try it now. Let's jump right in. What are your three tips for Q4 from a creative and social advertising standpoint? Go for it, please.
1: Yep. Tip one is definitely the research is going to be your friend. So we still have a couple of weeks before we get to the big moment. So make sure that you are taking a look at both what is working now but also what worked last year. A lot of people will go and just exclusively look at what worked last year. But I think what we're starting to see is that so much has changed in the type of hooks that are resonating, the type of language that people are responding to. And so if you can really combine the offers and types of creative styles that worked for you last year with some of those more kind of messaging specific things that are resonating with your customers right now. That combination will allow you to break through a lot more in the space as we get into this really noisy Black Friday period.
0: Interesting, interesting. From a hooks and messaging standpoint, it, it is really, really interesting to see the the, the change as to, to what's going on. Okay, um, tip number two, please.
1: Tip number two is I think you have to always be ready to react once we see what is working in these time periods. And so from a creative standpoint, one of the best things that you can do is when your creative team is going to build assets, the more that they can have some templatized type structures or some efficient workflows to where it makes a little bit quicker to make adjustments. So if you're running a bunch of static assets, for example, that have to do with the sale, make sure that we have those quick Figma files where you can go in and adjust and make small changes. If we start to see that specific messaging is resonating, etc., this is going to help you move a lot faster. So so that you can actually take advantage of learnings within the Black Friday moment and mm. not just have to wait until next year to reuse those.
0: Mm-hmm. We often talk about feedback loops in 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 um in, in social advertising. I was just wondering how fast advertising teams should iterate over the course of Black Friday. Do they do they, do they touch <laughs> do they touch the accounts and you know sort of change over the course of Black Friday? do, do they just leave the algorithm to, to kind of figure out? what's working and, and um, yeah, not touch too much.
1: It's so hard. And I think everybody has an approach based on what they've seen working in their accounts. I think spend level is also going to be something that dictates it. One thing that's really tricky is that typically... Your budgets are going to be increasing substantially compared to what you would be running the rest of the year. And so when I have worked with larger brands that are getting into, you know, spending a million dollars this week, or even, you know, between that 500K and a million dollars in a week, there is just a lot more room for getting and introducing more creative. And so one of the things that I have found in the space that can be helpful is maybe we're not doing a bunch of optimizations at the audience campaign level, but especially with Advantage Plus being a great um, thing that you can lean into this year on Meta, maybe introducing additional creatives to see if the platform will pick those up based on what you're seeing is driving some of that initial traction with your audiences. So it's that fine line. You don't want to do too much, but I think introducing additional items to see if the algorithm picks it up can be a good strategy to take advantage of.
0: Okay. Makes sense. So over the course, still, still, still drip, drip in, um, you know, new, new ideas and, and creative angles. Okay. Point three, please.
1: Point three. So Creative teams, I'm sorry, you're not gonna like this one, but we have to get creative assets ready in time so that we can get them trafficked early. There are so many brands that miss out on the beginning of the moment because their ads are stuck in review. Um, Review timelines slow down this time of year. I was at Meta, I've seen it firsthand. It just, the system gets clogged and inevitably it's gonna take a lot more time for everything to get through and get processed. It can also happen when you go to turn ads on at the last minute. So media teams, if you are running stuff, if you're able to get away with launching new campaigns where your ads are already on, this can also help to alleviate those ads getting stuck in that approval or waiting for approval process. Um, so If you can get them in a couple of days early, I know it's always a big push and a stretch, but as soon as you get those creatives kicked off, you'll get a little bit of a break after this season. So Uh the final push is here.
0: (laughs) Fantastic. And it also seems like, um, a lot of brands seem to be starting Black Friday, you know, early the Black Friday promotions are like, I, I mean, I got some, some messages yesterday on, on Black Friday kicking off, and you know they're doing the biggest sale ever, and all that. What what, what are you seeing emotion from your clients? Have people started to fire up their their ad accounts for for, for Black Friday Cyber Monday, or even just the holiday season?
1: Yeah, I haven't seen it yet, but I have a feeling a lot of people are kicking off tomorrow if I had to guess with it being November 1st. Um, That's a timeline that I've heard a lot of. But I think even the brands that are starting early, they still have some tricks up their sleeve as we get closer to the moment. Um, So a lot of people will be introducing maybe a slightly better offer or something like that to where they are able to create more momentum. My other favorite thing is creating urgency as we get closer to the end of the sale, right? So Last chance, final hours, a lot of that messaging can really help to drive up your click-through rates from creatives. So great trick to have in your pocket, even if you are launching your sale much earlier in the season.
0: Yeah, makes a lot of sense. I just want to go back to point one when you talked about so much has changed, hooks, messaging offers, creative styles. What 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 comes top to mind when when you say, you know, that there's a there's a change in in, in all of these um, you know, ways. Brands are communicating through ads with um, with with the market.
1: Yeah, I think ever since TikTok has been introduced, we've just seen that the cycle of hooks and messaging and trends that are happening is moving a lot quicker. One of the newer trends that always surprises me is like the, the anti or the negative hooks. Why you should not buy this product. I'm seeing it just take over accounts right now and it's working really well. And there's something really magical about the brands that can take a trend that is working and these kind of ideas of these hooks, but then actually apply it in a really great way that resonates with their true brand or their story that they're telling. And so when you can combine those two things, that's when you can really create some of that magic and take advantage of the algorithm, but then also that like user experience as well.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I, I play tennis and I like in hooks to be, you know, kind of like skills, like your forehand, like your slides, like your backhand, your one-handed backhand, They're tools you use at certain points to make that score, to, to make it, to, to score a point rather. Um, and it's important, you know, you know, brands are aware, continuously aware of, um, you know, the hooks there and trying to, to, to align them with, with their, with their true self. These have been really, really incredible tips, Kara. Um, what are you, what's finally, what's your take on on TikTok um, as a platform from an advertising standpoint? how How a brand um, allocating budget from TikTok, which is you know growing strong and um, and the meta platform?
1: Yeah, TikTok is continuing to fight the good fight against stealing meta budget. Um, I think we're still seeing that at that really low funnel kind of direct attribution, it can be tricky to drive sales directly from TikTok. But what I'm finding is that the brands that are using it and more of this like mid-funnel play to really build community and also get people to become more familiar with their brand, they're able to take it. And then the cool thing about TikTok is that their algorithm is just a little bit different than meta. So it's going to play more into those trends. You can start to see what's working, what's resonating with people, but... They also share more data. So one of the coolest things that I found recently is when you're working with TikTok, you can see the exact second that people are clicking out from your ads. And so what the best brands that I'm working with are doing is they're going in, they're testing things on TikTok, seeing what works there, using these insights of what's getting people to actually click making some tweaks and iterations, then going and duplicating and launching that into meta. And then Mm. we're seeing that that performance is really driving up in the meta Mm. ad Mm. accounts. And so I think that right now, the way I think about TikTok is it's a phenomenal way to get some really great testing and see what is kind of going on. If your audience is there, make sure your audience is there first. Mm -hmm. Um, but if they are great place for you to get some of those really granular insights to power up your meta strategy, because meta is so secretive and black box about what actually happens with your assets.
0: Super. That that's super. That's a great great tip, Kara. So just want to thank you again um, for, for sharing your more than your three plus tips essentially um, and your best of luck uh, this quarter, the next sixty days. Appreciate it. And for those who want to find out more about Motion, it's Motion app com. I'll link to it in the show notes. And are you active on any social media platforms?
1: Yes. LinkedIn, you can come hang out. I'm always posting fun, new insights that we find when we're analyzing creatives. So come give me a follow or a connect and I'll see you over there.
0: Fantastic. I just connected and we'll link to it in the show notes. Thank you.
1: Awesome. Thanks so much for having me. Good luck this season, everybody. Wishing you the best.
0: Cheers. (laughs) So, this episode was brought to you by Tread, a revolutionary financing service transforming product launches for e commerce brands. As the ultimate inventory purchasing solution, Tread lets you sell first, pay suppliers later. Tread's unsecured funding and credit model improves cash flow, supports large orders, and even helps negotiate supplier discounts. Experience the power of sell first, pay suppliers later, and snooze invoices for up to 120 days. Transform your business today with Tread on tryd.io. That's T-R-E-Y-D.io.